Hello, I am Harriet McClance, the co-founder of Her North, www.helloathernorth.com. I want to thank you for tuning in today, where we are a community of Christian women committed to putting our full confidence in God while learning how to thrive in the real world. Today is a continuation of part one, how to be selective about the people that you allow into your life. Uh, this is part two. Again, if you haven't already listened to how to be selective about the people you allow into your life, which is part one, I suggest that you do that before listening to part two that I'm about to record today. So as we move on to part two, uh, the last episode that we had dealt with some strategies that you can use to um, be more selective about the people that you allow into your life and into your space. Today, I want to continue that by discussing other strategies. There are a few things that I left off. I wanted to encourage you to be uh, mindful about who you allow to have access to your social media uh, sites, information, um, Facebook, uh, just because a person is someone you went to college with or school or you know them from church when you were a little girl, little girl, or if they're in-laws or your family members, your siblings, just because they're related to you, if they're not healthy for you mentally, then don't add them to your Facebook page because everybody doesn't need to be privy about what's going on in your life. Uh, because a lot of people are not really concerned about you. They just want to know your business. So keep that in mind when you post things on your social media site and when you add people to be a part of your uh, friend community. The other thing I, I talked about being a really good listener. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to uh, bring to your attention about that is uh, listen to how these people treat other people. Listen and watch. If these women are mean or, or rude or unpleasant to other people, it's just a matter of time before they do the same thing to you. So be cognizant of that and be careful. Uh, the other thing is if you, if you can't uh, have much of a say-so about how much time you spend in proximity with uh, people like this, I want to encourage you to control how long you spend time around these people. And what I mean by that is, if they're in your house or they come to visit your spouse and you know that they don't care that much for you, that's okay. You just choose to be uh, present, but not present. And what I mean by that is you answer any questions that you feel comfortable answering. You can give short answers. Yes, no. Okay. It's a nice day, but don't allow the conversation to go any more into depth about you, what's going on in your life or anything like that, because this is all about self-preservation and not allowing uh, people who you can't trust to get information about you that they can distort or uh, just do uh, just whatever they want to with it. You just have to be very careful, uh, ladies. And again, if you're recovering from this type of uh, trauma uh, in a situation where you've been betrayed or deceived by uh, people you have allowed to get close to you and you're struggling 
with it right now, I want to encourage you to seek Christian counseling um, is so important. Sometimes it's necessary to get the help of a mental health professional so that you can maneuver through this type of toxic and emotional distress. This is a really toxic situation to find yourself in with toxic people. It's really hard to kind of unwind yourself from being wrapped up in a situation where you've allowed yourself to trust the wrong people and it can create emotional distress for you for a really long time. And it's, it's not always easy maneuvering through that. So if you need the assistance of a mental health counselor, don't wait until it's too late. Please uh, reach out to your healthcare provider and let them know that you're struggling and get the help that you need. There is no shame and getting the help that you need so that you can cope with such a difficult situation. Uh, Next, I want to encourage you to take care of yourself. Um, I can remember uh, going through such a distressful time and after coming to terms with what was really happening with with these people in my life, I found myself just exhausted and depleted. And I had to just spend days in bed trying to rest and uh, physically recover from years of emotional uh, turmoil that I allowed to uh, weigh down my heart and um, uh, have me physically exhausted. You know, when you let the wrong people in your life, it's it's, it's similar to a really bad uh romantic relationship because in some romantic relationships uh if you think back to when you were probably on the dating scene or if you're on that scene now it's easy falling for people because you're not really you don't really know the person yet you only see what they want you to see and then later five years later ten years later you say to yourself oh my gosh if I had if I had really paid attention, I should have left three years ago. I should have left 10 years ago. And I don't want that to happen to you now. When people show you who they are in the words of Maya, Maya Angelou, believe them, believe them. If a person is rude and cruel and unpleasant and nasty toward you, that's who they are. Don't Continue to say, I'm going to pray for them and I'm going to let them keep coming in. And then by the time they leave at the end of the night, you're in the fetal position in a corner shaking like a leaf because emotionally they've just torn you apart. You don't deserve that. You deserve so much better. You're not crazy. There is nothing wrong with you. And don't expect bystanders to say that there's something wrong with the with these bad people. Because the funny thing is, what fascinates me is how quiet and silent people are. And they're okay with just watching evil people cause havoc for really good people. You know, it's it's really crazy to me because it's, it's almost as if, okay, this is not my problem. Not my circus, not my show. So I'm not going to say anything, but that person is wrong or or 
Uh, they ought to be ashamed of themselves. Don't wait for other people to rescue you out of a situation with a bad person. And don't wait for other people to validate and say that, hey, this is a bad person. You are mentally capable of deciding for yourself whether or not you should allow a person in your life. And you can't just go by how friendly they are because people can be very deceitful and they can lie and, and manipulate. It's, it's just some people, it's their first nature to be that way. So be very careful about situations like that. And, and you know, what's funny to me is the one thing I truly uh, appreciate about children is their ability to recognize immediately evil people. Have you ever been around children and you've seen a person smile and, and, and grin and say, oh, hello, sweetheart, how you doing? Oh, you're so cute and precious. Come give your auntie a hug. Come give me a kiss. And you watch, if you really watch that child, that child will just kind of look as if, okay, I really don't want to hug you. I don't want you touching me. And then they'll look over at their parent and then the parent will coach them along to go up and hug the relative or or the person. We have to almost be as children when it comes to identifying toxic people and bad people because the the long term emotional turmoil of not being selective about who you allow in your life is just not worth it. It can really cost you. Hi there, this is Harriet McClans, the co-founder of Her North, www.helloathernorth.com. I want to thank you for tuning in today where we are a community of women committed to putting our full confidence in Christ and learning how to thrive in the real world. Today's topic is kill it before it kills you. And hopefully by the end of this podcast, you will have a sense of urgency about getting out of toxic habits and situations before they destroy your purpose and prevent you from moving forward and thriving in your life. Again, today's topic is kill it before it kills you. When I was in my 20s, I can remember being busy all the time. And it wasn't that I was necessarily busy. I was just trying to do things to get my mind off of situations that I could not change in my life. I was still dealing with the emotional toll of growing up in a very toxic home environment and then the abandonment from my father. So I had to deal with this. And one way of coping with it was going in and out of stores and being involved in a lot of different activities. So I did not have to face what was troubling me in my heart. So not only did this uh, leave me with poor credit, and um, not having any money in the bank, I wasn't able to save any money aside from um, a form of TSP that I had when I joined the military. But it, it prevented me from being able to establish really healthy relationships with people who could possibly contribute positive, have a positive impact and influence in my life. So I went through this for quite a period of time. And then the women that I surrounded myself with, they were just like me. They had bad habits. They didn't care about saving for the future. And they were not committed to living a life uh, that aligned with godly principles. 
And so what I wanted to say to you today is that there are some of you that are probably still living in situations that are preventing you from thriving and growing in your life. You may be unstable because you have not aligned yourself with the church and your scripture. And what I mean by that is I'm not going to say that I am this perfect being because I make mistakes all the time. But one of the reasons why so many women struggle with peace in their lives is because they're surrounding themselves with yes people and enablers. See, when you really sit down and examine yourself, that's what the word of God will do to you. When you start abiding in your word and you align yourself with the Bible, believing and teaching church, you will discover that you don't have a lot of time to focus on other people and find out what's wrong with them because you've got so many things that you need to work on in your own life. And part of that comes from abiding in the word of God. The more time you spend talking to God and praying and reading your scripture. You don't have to always understand what you're reading in scripture, but what I can promise you is that the more time you spend reading your word and going to a Bible teaching church, a Bible believing church, you will start to understand how the scriptures connect to, and they're just as uh, 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 prevalent today as they were then. The, the word of God never changes. It's just as true today as it was then. But as you start abiding in the word, God will allow you to see some things in your life that need to change in order for you to thrive and to walk in the purpose that he has for you. Some of you may be women who like to shop all the time. <laughs> I've been there, but when you find that every time you turn around, you, you the only time you have peace is when you're in a store spending money that you could be using for yourself to improve your life or to make things better. You're, you're in a store. Your, your house is filthy and you're constantly in a store because you don't want to go home and clean up your house. You don't want to go home and take care of your children. You're a married woman. But you don't want to take care of your home because you've allowed too much to pile up. So you leave, you, you, you bypass home altogether. When you get off work, you stop by a KFC, pick you up a $5 box, sit in the parking lot and nibble on your food. And your next stop is the shopping mall. And then you end up spending money that you don't need to spend because you're trying to fill an emptiness and void that only God can feel. Or maybe... You're constantly gossiping. Maybe God needs to deliver you from a lying and gossiping tongue because wherever there's gossip, there are also lies and deceit. And and, in the words of my grandmother, a dog that will bring a bone to you will take a bone away. So if someone is constantly gossiping to you about somebody, they're constantly gossiping about uh, you to somebody else. And that's just the bottom line. So if you have behaviors that you recognize are, are, are in the way of you being able to have peace, then right now is the time for you to cry out to God and ask him to help you. Because one thing about willful sin that I know for sure is that it will rob you of your peace and it can rob you of your peace of mind because a person that's unstable, they're unstable in everything that they do. They're here. They're there. 
They're, they're all over the place, but they're going nowhere quickly. So if you don't kill these poor habits, it's just a matter of time before they kill you. And what I mean by that is if you're constantly spending money to fill a void of loneliness or sadness, it's just a matter of time before you're in the poorhouse. And if you're not already in the poorhouse, you'll get there pretty soon. That's why the time is now for you to seek the Lord and ask him to deliver you from that Jericho, whatever that Jericho is. You see, when I reference Jericho, I'm talking about that issue, that sin that makes it difficult for you to thrive in your life. Whether it's the wall of Jericho, you know, there's a a scripture in the Bible that talks about Joshua and the Israel Israelites and the Jericho wall. And that wall was making it difficult for Joshua to get through. And so what I want to say to you ladies today, what is your ask you today? What is your Jericho? And only you can answer that. And if you don't quite know what your Jericho is, all you have to do is sit back and pay attention to what you spend your money on and how you spend your time and what you say and the impact of your words on other people. And then I want you to sit back and observe the past six months to one year. What has happened and unfolded in your life? What type of people are you connected to? Are they the kind of people that God would be pleased with? Are you somebody that's in the church? Or are you sleeping in every Sunday? Are you studying your scripture? Or do you spend more time watching movies and videos that you don't even check to see what they're rated anymore because you're watching all kind of stuff? And I'm going to say this to you, ladies. If you continue to watch all this garbage on television and you're not careful about what you watch or what you bring home to your family to watch, it's just a matter of time before evil breaks loose into your house. And it doesn't matter if you're married or single. You have to guard your heart. So you have to kill it before it kills you.